right, welcome everybody to episode three of Teed Up with Connor and Patrick. We got the Murray twins, Keegan and Chris. We got a part two of our uh, of our brother series that we're gonna that we're gonna be doing. Um, Keegan and Chris, most of most of you know, teammates with us here at Iowa, but we've known them. Patrick and I have known them for a very long time now. Um, you know, obviously both phenomenal players here in college, but we thought we'd, we thought we'd start off, you know, back, back in the day, back in the younger days. Um, well, well, first of all, what's up fellas? How, how are we doing? What's going on? What do you guys got going today? Doing good. Uh, just, uh, you know, fancy football team. If I win this week, I'm in the playoffs. If I don't, I might have to do a lemonade stand. So, yeah, elaborate on that, please. So the loser of our fantasy uh, team, it's like a bunch of my high school friends. Uh, if you lose our fantasy thing, you have to do a lemonade stand downtown Iowa City on like Friday night or something. But right now I'm in the I'm the last spot in the playoffs. But if I lose, then I'll have to compete for the lemonade stand. So, Chris, where are you at in all of this? See, I don't have to worry about that because I didn't draft a quarterback on my first pick. So, <laughs> so I've been fine since like week three. Fair enough. Yeah, no. Keegan, Keegan, Chris, I would definitely say that you're the superior brother, but that's beside the point. Yeah. yeah. So today, <laughs> all I've been doing is just a bunch of homework. Probably the most I've ever done. <laughs> Finals week, man. Finals Same week. here. I was doing homework all week. You guys procrastinate to the last second. <laughs> I did get told yesterday in the training room to stop procrastinating by Keegan. <laughs> That's facts. The worst. Keegan, why would you draft a quarterback with your first pick in fantasy? Okay. Well, who was okay. the quarterback? Who do you think? Patrick Mahomes. But just, okay, the last two years in our fantasy league, whoever had Patrick Mahomes made the championship. Do you not so think well. it had anything to do with the other players on their team as well? Well, I mean, Maybe, but I mean, he was the one that got the. I don't know. I think it's fine. Fair point. It's a fair point. No, it's definitely fair. It's definitely fair. Yeah, we're playing good right now. So, speaking at the right time. All right. Before we get going, we want to shout out HamesHomes.com. We're, this podcast is sponsored by Hames Homes. They provide comfort, beauty, and value in Eastern Iowa. So, thank you. Thank you very much to them. All right, let, let's start it off with uh let's start it off with you guys as as young ones, you know, growing up. Um, you know, what what was that like? How did you get into the game? Obviously, you know, very athletic family. Um, talk talk a little bit about both of you about how you how you began this this journey to where to where you are now. How did you get into the game? What uh what was your what were your younger years like? Chris we'll start with a big bro, Chris. We'll start with big bro. All right. So a lot of people might not know, like my first couple of years growing up, um, we actually lived in Ottumwa, Iowa. My dad was an assistant coach um, for Indian Hills. And so we were kind of around the game of basketball just growing up. And um, uh, yeah, a lot of people might not know that, but then we moved to Marion and uh, we just kind of, we always had like a little tight soup in our living room. It was just chaos. Like Keen and I would always play on the little tight soup and 
um he would always shoot threes and i was always, i would always dunk it so there's like there's a bunch of videos of Keem just crying because he can't make a shot oh you're a cry too <laughs> <laughs> and we have, we have the evidence but yeah no um then we moved to prairie probably when i was just started going to kindergarten or yeah, we went to yeah, we went to we, we did like pre-kindergarten and then we went to kindergarten. So then we went to prayer. We played through like the PBBA, which is like their kind of just feeder teams and just kind of got in, into it that way. But yeah, I mean we were kind of surrounded by the game of basketball our whole lives growing up. And we used to watch like tapes with my dad in the basement when he used to play. So like we used to watch all like the cool games when they played at uh Cameron Indoor Stadium um, against the Fat Five those kinds of games so it's pretty cool sure keegan how about you yeah, yeah i mean we've had the similar storyline growing up um obviously we're introduced to the game basketball um because pretty much my whole family played it my mom played it uh in high school my dad played it in college uh then professionally but yeah like just growing up like i kind of really didn't want to do anything else like we played baseball a little bit. We played golf on the side with my grandpa, but um, basketball is pretty much like our focal point, like just growing up. Um, and yeah, and just still love it today. So, yeah, for sure. Um, you hit on you hit on your dad, your mom. Uh, we want to shout out your sister as well. Um, talk a little bit about the the relationship that you have with. Your dad with your family in terms of the game of basketball. Um, you know the support you have for your sister, uh, the, the workouts that you used to do with your dad. How much you know what that what that means to you guys. Um, the support system you have in your mom. Um, just just hit on that a little bit too. Yeah, no, they like they've probably been like my dad's been our only trainer like growing up. Like we've never went to like anyone else for, like skill development or anything like that. So it's always been him. Um, and then my mom, she just, like, she would, like, go to, go to all of our AU events that she could. Obviously, she was working, but she'd try to go to all of those. Um, she would support us in any way she could, take us to practice, things like that. Um, and then my sister, on the other hand, she's sophomore at Prairie right now. Um, she's been starting varsity since she was a freshman, so she's pretty athletic. Um, Skill-wise, she needs to get a little better, but she'll – She's a late bloomer, just like me. No, she's 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 a late bloomer, like me and Chris. I mean, she still needs to like she still needs to grow into her body uh, and things like that because she's long and athletic. So, I mean, she's probably the same height we were as sophomores in high school. So, it's pretty weird, but no, she's a good basketball player for sure. I'd probably say my dad when we were younger. If you saw him on the sidelines coaching our games, he was pretty pretty into it. Pretty. Um, just kind of like was really passionate for the game is what I would say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like now you see him kind of just take a step back and he doesn't really, he knows we're in good hands um, with all of our, with our coaching staff. So he just kind of lets us do our thing and he knows we're older now. So we can kind of fix um, different things in our game that might be struggling, but um, yeah, he's been good. He's came, came a long way in helping us, become players that we are. Like Keen said, he was our only trainer throughout our basketball careers. Then my mom, she's probably been one of the most important people in terms of just 
getting us to where we were at because um, like she, she'd be traveling too with my sister to softball games around the Midwest, wherever she, and then she'd make it to our basketball games too, whenever she could. But, and then uh, when, I know we're going to touch on it, but like when we went to Florida, she was huge. Like she came down and um, lived with us because it was like financially, it was cheaper for her to come down and live with us. And she cooked for us every single night and made sure that we were uh, getting our weight up and she helped us a lot with that too. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's tough. That's always where we like to start. Like we had the Herb Brothers on last pod and we talked about the sister and then the parents and that's just always a good place to start. Now, before we get into high school, I kind of want to talk about the, 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 some would say rivalry, some would say rivalry between the legacy basketball team and then the Iowa Barnstormers uh, growing up from, I think the first time I played against you guys was fourth grade, maybe fifth grade. I don't remember. Was it, yeah, it was when we were younger. I think it was like at Iowa City High or something like that. When we, when you guys had like Tiger Campbell. Yes. Like, no, we. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I think it, yes. So we played against each other a bunch, like kind of growing up. And you guys, I, I'll I'll say this to anybody. You guys were like unbelievable. You never missed any shots. It was unreal. And like, so talk about, talk about those early days a little bit. I had no idea which one was which. All I knew was that one was a lefty and one was a righty. I didn't know your names. I didn't, I didn't, I just knew that one was a lefty and one was a righty. So just talk about those days a little bit. No, like we were always like super small, like compared to everyone else. So like all me and Chris would do really was just shoot threes. And like, I remember one game we played you guys and isn't like Des Moines or something. Yes. I think you guys are playing like a one. I know, I know you remember that game, Patrick. I remember you guys, that game. You guys are playing like a one-one-three defense or something like that, and like me and Chris were just like shooting threes at the top of the key, and I don't know how we we're even close in, to you guys in that game, but did you guys beat us? No, you guys. No, beat we us. didn't beat you. I don't, I don't think we ever beat you in AU. I mean, we. What can I, I mean? What can I say? But I think I think I hit like eight threes that game, and Keen hit like six or seven or something crazy like no, that. you guys made you guys made a ton of shots i remember that you guys always did though like whenever i would like whenever we played against you guys whenever i'd watch you guys like play against somebody else like you guys would just chuck threes and they would go they were water it was water yeah, I, mean, I, I had to learn how to shoot because i couldn't drive by anyone <laughs> <laughs> too small hey man it happens so then kind of moving into high school it was weird like your guys's progression was different like keegan kind of alluded to earlier you guys were late bloomers like so you play you played sophomores as freshmen and then you played varsity from then on out and like it was kind of it was weird like every year you guys grew like four or five inches like so like your sophomore you guys were really little and you just would chuck threes from wherever and then the next year you guys you guys were got taller you were more athletic still were only probably like six four six five both of you i would say yeah. somewhere around there and then like the next year our senior year i'm like we're in the captain's meeting and i'm pretty sure i'm looking at keegan like eye to eye and i'm like <laughs> yeah. what is going on i i, I had no idea so just kind of talk about your guys's progression and just kind of your whole like because i'm sure that it was like i'm sure it was a frustrating process at times you know because like you guys are like well, we're gonna get taller like we're gonna get bigger more athletic but so just kind of just kind of feed into that a little bit yeah no i remember it was like my sophomore year of high school. Like my mom told us, she's like, she's like, you guys are gonna be point guards, so you like, you guys need to 
start like get a better ball handling and stuff like that i was like uh okay i guess still really haven't hit puberty yet so we'll see like how this goes um so yeah my mom said my sophomore year then we just eventually like kept growing but like yeah sophomore year like all i did was i i was five eleven five ten and literally just shot threes like that's all i did and like i could barely like fit in my uniform like i look like bow wow from what movie was that <laughs> like, yeah, mike. I, like mike like mike like mike yeah i look like him yeah just run up and down the court then yeah junior like i didn't have my first in-game dunk like, i couldn't dunk until like till the summer before my senior year of high school then then i had my first in-game dunk my senior year so yeah it was weird but like i don't know i never had like any knee pains or growing pains or anything like that so that was good i think that was the weirdest thing because like we grew like it was like five or six inches in like a three or four month span like in the summer yeah. so like we left school and then when we came back we were like four or five inches six inches taller and I, we're looking over everyone everyone's like what the heck happened in the summer like your voices are like way deeper yeah tossing tossing your grade I mean it was nuts but like I mean it didn't really hit me that I grew that much until like I actually tried to dunk like try to get my first dunk just like when I went to the gym one day and like I, I got like on my first or second try or something like that yeah. and I'm like oh like damn honey but uh no it helped a lot with my game just because uh like all I did was just shoot threes in high school until like my junior senior year when I actually figured out that I could get by people my first step got a lot quicker but I think I I, I had to count like how many dunks I had my senior year they had like 18 which is leaked out you yeah. leaked out every time yeah, I could dunk. <laughs> so I'm gonna leak out. Get those hey man, nothing wrong with leak outs. Uh, I think the the first the first end game dunk I had, I actually dunked on a kid from Kennedy, and it was on the news. So I was pretty pretty proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. Who was on the news first, Chris? Right, Chris or Keegan? It was definitely yeah, it was me. It was that game. I think it was like the second game of the season. Yeah, I'm like that, but yeah, Dude, I'm always on the news. I I won Keegan. I won KCRG Player of the Week, actually. Okay, that was that was terrible. No, no I had, okay. Keegan, have, have you won it or not? Have you won it or not? <laughs> Hold up. No. no. Okay, so the week he won it, I had 38 in a game, and he had nine points that same game. I had 30. I had 32. Yeah, against I don't know who it was. Peter Falls. They won state. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I had 38 the same week in that game. You had nine. You were terrible. Like, I, actually, I, I can't. And then what happened the game after the game the next day? I still outscored you. I had like 29. We went to I, had 15, I had 15 and 14. We went to Chicago. Yes. Yeah, I had 29. Yeah, probably 25 shots. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bro, I had tw- okay. The, when I, when I had 38. I was 12 for 12 for the free throw line. You are terrible. <laughs> you're probably the worst. Part, you're, you're the worst part on the court that day. And you, you somehow won athlete of the week. Like, congrats! Absolutely, it's a bigger accomplishment than Big Ten Player of the Week. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have to agree with that. I have to agree that, that the KCRG athlete of the week because I think I think I won that once, maybe in my career. Yeah. And, I, and I have not won Big Ten Player of the Week, so I'm definitely in Chris's camp here. That 
the KCRG Athlete of the Week is is the is the more superior award to it's me. A huge deal. Huge deal. And I, I beat I beat you in the contest for it too. So, oh, that was actually nuts because we had to like make it was like how many threes you can make in a row, and we both made ten. Then I went to half court shots and it took us like thirty minutes. I really beat you in your Athlete of the Week competition. <laughs> That's how that's how much you didn't deserve it. Does it still bother you? Yeah, that's how much you didn't deserve it. Like (laughs) I never won it either. So me and you, me and you. It hurts. Gotta give it to the there we go, Chris. Win it before too. I should have won it to the little brothers. I thought Chris is Chris is big bro. I thought I am big bro. Don't do anything though. Hey, call yourself Big Bro. You don't do anything. <laughs> this is partly why we wanted to have these two on, on the on the pod because they're, they're very quiet and reserved individuals unless they're talking to each other, and then then things get really wild. I remember last year on like an off day, uh, we came in and we were playing one on one. It was me and the twins, oh. and, and and like. So we like so I, it was pretty even. Like I'm pretty sure all of us were winning different spots, whatever. And, but Chris, Chris started cooking Keegan a little bit, and they wouldn't like they would only talk trash to each other. Nobody would ever say anything to me. <laughs> like, so they would only just go at each other like, and say and, and talk talk a crazy amount of shit to each other. Nobody would ever say anything to me, and I just thought that was the funniest thing. It was just like the most brother thing ever. That those I remember two that. That was, the, yeah. that was probably the craziest I've ever talked. <laughs> like, it was I, wild. I think I was making every shot I put up at one point. Yeah, you were. I was hooping. No, yeah. No, for sure. (laughs) So now we kind of want to get into, like, or you want to take it, T-Mac? No, no, we can move on. Yeah, we can get into uh, our next thing. But I was going to – we'll get into more of that later. We'll get into more more on that topic in a little bit once we move on to the college stuff. But we did talk about – you talked about the only thing you did in high school was shoot threes. So – we have to we have to hit on it. Obviously, we've had this argument in person many times. You know where this is going. Both of you know that this is going. Oh, Iowa City West yeah. at Cedar Rapids Prairie. Out of out of one and one record against Connor in my, in my high school career. <laughs> let's, let, let's start with that. Let's start. Hey, what was your record against me? Not my fault. You didn't play varsity. Not my fault. You didn't play varsity. But oh. we go we go to Prairie. You set the school record for threes, and you still barely beat us. You hit 19 threes. And oh, we, we waxed you guys. We are up 20 the entire game. It, we cut it at the end. It was like yeah. six or seven. There was a shot clock. It would have been closer because you guys started holding the ball. You were up 20 the whole game, though. You guys got shaky. Bro, it was like 20 to three, I'm pretty sure. Okay, hold on. Let's, just, let's clarify this. So to start. Uh, sophomore, it was my sophomore year of high school. I was five, under six foot. I had six threes against them. I had five threes in the third quarter, which I think pushed it to like 20 or something. But I, 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 I like 20 points that game. But you can – I'm pretty sure that was a Kenyon Murray game plan uh, against you guys. With like I think we played a 1-2-2 two, two the whole game or something like that. Like we're in yeah. zone the whole game. You were in a weird zone, and, and at least in the first half, I remember you were. I don't remember if you were in it the whole game. They were in it the whole game. Yeah, were, yeah. Were, <laughs> There's no way we would have been against you guys. No, I don't know. <laughs> because yeah, we had a six-foot center, like, 
There's no way we can match up with you guys man to man. Yeah, no, probably not. But you did hit – you hit so many – I mean, that was, like, a crazy upset. We've had so many oh, arguments about this. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, it was crazy. Like, it was just one of those days. Like, you play a team and, like, they just can't miss. Like, I've been on teams where, like, we've played a team that's done that. But, I mean, we showed up that day. What can I say? You almost hit 23s, your team. It was like insane. I've never seen anything like it. We're in a one-three-one. You and Chris are shooting from forty feet. Switch. Chris was not getting buckets that game. No, sure. no, I wasn't. Sure. I, 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 did, I did hit one big three. I didn't, I didn't I know the difference three. between you. You might have. You each of you might as well have hit eight threes. I didn't know. There I was, didn't know the difference between you guys until we were till damn near until we got to college. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think oh, the best yeah. thing about that win though was wasn't that you guys only lost like on the year. To a team from Iowa, yeah. Well, we yeah, lost then, another. We uh, lost to Crete and Durham, and we lost uh, Webster and Groves. Uh, Webster Groves. Because we weren't, we weren't bad. We went fourteen and eight that year. Like we weren't bad. No, yeah, you weren't bad. We just would drill. We drilled everyone in Iowa, like destroyed, and then you guys beat us. But we do have to shout out when you played us back at our place. Wait. Yes. <laughs> I want to say. The best thing about that win was that you guys had to sit on it all Christmas break. No, oh, we did. We did. All the next Christmas day we break. had practice. Oh, my <laughs> God. Awful. It was awful. We didn't touch okay. basketball. We played defense the whole time. Really? Yes. Literally. Okay, yeah. We went to your guys' place and lost by 30. That's all we need to say. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> no, we need, to, we need to talk more about it. I'm no, a it wasn't uh, by 30. It was not by 30. Bro, you could look it up. It was 30. It was 50. I think we were 30 points. We were up 50. We were up 50. You were not up 50. You guys sat in that. You guys played the same defense, the, yeah. the zone. And yeah. we we started off the game. I'm pretty sure it was like 36 to like four. And I had like 20 and Devontae had 16. And yeah. that was – we like I'm pretty sure that's how it started. Like I think I, I was had, chilling. Five, I think I hit five threes in the first quarter, and Devontae hit four, or like something like that. That was just a in the first quarter, you guys. You need, you need to confirm. Uh, wait, what did you say, Keegan? I said that was a flute game for you guys. Yeah, right. Definitely a flute game. <laughs> we need to confirm this story though, because you you got to stick up on this one. I want to find the score of it though. Before we should find the score, somebody should yeah. find it for us. But I'll, I'll look at it. I'll look it up right now. Before before the game, we're in we're in the locker room, and Berg Berg is like giving us our little pregame talk, and he goes, "By the way, all Kenyon Murray has done is talk shit about you guys for the past month and a half." <laughs> he says, "You guys, <laughs> you're overrated. None of you are any good. Just know that, like going into this game." Like Kenyon Murray's <laughs> talking shit to everyone. Wait, did what did we need to like know? About? We need to know if this is actually true or if Berg just said this to like rile us up. Because at some point during the game, I'm pretty sure like Devonte hit a three and told him to like golf or like something like that. <laughs> like, at some Bro, point, I don't even know. Like, I actually, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think know. He, he did. He did it to our team, but he I don't know. He might have to some other people. <laughs> We, like we're there was always a chance that Berg made it up. We weren't sure. I honestly like, get us pissed off. I think part of it was just trying to make you guys mad. Oh, it we worked. were mad. <laughs> it worked. 
Well, that's fine. I didn't, I didn't know you said that. Okay, we knew going into that, you know, that we probably did not have a good chance. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I think I found Classic. Are you looking for the score right now, Keegan? Yeah. Oh, shoot. That's city high. Never mind. No, that score was bad. Because I remember I subbed in and we are down like 20 in the first quarter. No, it was like like yeah, it, our our home environment was not very good. Only when we would play, it would it would only get good when we'd play teams that like were good, and we had lost to you guys. So like it was packed that game, like because everybody yeah. showed up. When you guys played at our place, it wasn't really packed at all. And then I think we had more students at at Iowa City West than we did at home. Yeah, even though you guys did rush the floor after we you did. beat us with like fifty. Oh, you guys were like you guys were ranked <laughs> in the country, weren't you? Probably. We were good. Yeah, you guys were good. We need to get into that though, Keegan, because yesterday at pra- or Friday at practice, you you made the comment to me, Chris. You weren't there, but Keegan, that was Chris. That was Chris. No, it um, wasn't. It was you. Wait, wait, say it, say it. Oh, yeah. Nathan Ford found it. That's clutch. Oh, we won by twenty-four, Connor. <laughs> okay, oh. yeah, y'all did too. We beat you guys by nine. I said, I said we up 50 at one point. I we didn't say we won. won they have the, the quarter by quarter breakdown. We were never up 50. <laughs> it's you can't like you show of that. You actually was, can't tell that. It definitely felt like 50, though. It was a lot. Of I hit eight threes. No shot. Oh, no, six. Yeah, we, so we beat you guys by nine at our place, but we're – we got up by like 18. But yeah, we almost lost against you guys. We needed that third game. <laughs> no, you didn't. You, didn't record this you guys didn't want the third game. <laughs> we did it. Okay. Well, back to what we were talking about before. Keegan Thank you, Nathan, for that. That West just recruits. And that's the only reason <laughs> we're good. I was there. I was there. Oh, you were there for that. Okay. Here's, here's here's my here's what was what's it called? Here's my thing. When he was little, so he went to the North Liberty Rec or whatever Rec is in Iowa City, found the best players, and just told them to come to Iowa City West. And there, boom! You made us. You made a super team. Congrats, Connor. Congrats. Wait, what? Say that again. <laughs> Keegan's trying to say that I was where families lived as an 11-year-old. <laughs> I told people to move when I was 12. I, he made the point that I told people to move to the West High District. Can I we was, talk about how West High was essentially a dynasty before we even lived here? Right. Like, how was that on me? Like, they already – like, before we even got to high school, they had already broken the state record for most wins in a row. Well, Connor helped uh, move the dynasty along. <laughs> Keegan, there's not one person that I played with that moved to West. Like, that wasn't supposed to go to West, that, like, moved into West. Not one. I can't say that. I know no, you can't. can't. <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I pray we're homegrown. Homegrown athletes. Well, you Chris, said you lived like four different places before <laughs> before you lived there. I did. 
<laughs> we <laughs> lived in the Atoma School District, and then Linmar School District, and then Marion School District, and then yeah. Oh, so four different school. Yeah, homegrown. <laughs> You're on a little. We were all homegrown too, and except except Bro. except for when I brought Evan Brown. You guys, then we were homegrown. <laughs> you guys, you guys are from Albany, New York, aren't you? Yeah. Kid, it's because coach, right, coach got the job. <laughs> Why they have to live in Iowa City? <laughs> exactly my point. Exactly my point. You guys aren't even from Iowa. All right, so we are the people that moved in. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, we were. We were the said imports. Yes, <laughs> you guys are the said imports. You also, you both also made the comment that Prairie is an athletic powerhouse. It is. Chris said that. I'd like you to elaborate on that, please. <laughs> Baseball when I was there, powerhouse. You won, <laughs> they won one state championship. Yeah, they beat us. Okay. Bowling. Bowling, we won state. Bowling. Oh, congrats. Bowling's tough. Track and field, tough. Uh, what was I say? Wrestling, tough. Basketball, tough. We're, we're, we're pretty you, good. Your last state championship was 1999. Oh, the only least, people who yeah. bowled at West High were the people who got suspended and couldn't participate in the sport they actually wanted to play. <laughs> so they had to go to play bowling so they could sit out. <laughs> so true. So true. We're becoming a powerhouse the last the last three, four years. I'd, eh, I'd probably say five. We've gotten a lot better. Well, you name baseball. Their baseball has gone downhill ever since Rima left. I thought they made state last year. They did make no. They did make state last year. They they got to the semis maybe. Debatable. Debatable. Basketball this year is pretty good. Very basketball this year is pretty good. Maybe so we'll, be so we'll can't, wait, like, can't wait for that game, Connor. Yeah. I don't know anything about Prairie. Everything I've said about their basketball team has been just to bother you two. <laughs> but so West hard. is good. Seriously, West is actually good. It'll be. A, it'll probably be a good game if they're as good as you say. No, well, yeah, they just won't be a good game. It'll be a blowout. West High. Depends where it's at. <laughs> nah, bro. Uh, we're about we're about halfway through, so we're gonna take a break. Um, we want to thank HamesHomes.com again. They provide comfort, beauty, and value in Eastern Iowa. Welcome back, everyone, to episode three of Teed Up with Keegan and Chris. It's been great so far. Just had a couple couple arguments off the air that we're not going to get into or talk about because Keegan would get really pissed off. <laughs> um, so we'll get into now. We're going to get into prep school and DME. Um, that that experience for you guys. Uh, you know, I I know that you know coming from the East Coast, Patrick and I, we we know the prep school scene and like we we understand what that's like and. It's definitely way more prevalent on the East Coast, but here in Iowa, it's not really known um, in in the same way. Like people don't really understand it; they they don't get the they don't get the idea. Um, so so talk a little bit about about DME and like what that what that was like. Um, what what the you know go maybe go through your day. Um, why did you decide to go there in the first place? And, and hit on hit on some of that so everyone can understand. Um, yeah, I can go first. So um, after our senior year of high school, we really didn't have like offers or much interest that like we wanted really. 
so we're kind of looking to choose between like junior college and uh, prep schools. So we we've looked at it like a few prep schools like before our senior year, and they really weren't like some that I wanted to do. So I kind of just checked off prep school off the box. Didn't really want to go there. So I was kind of looking at junior colleges like around the area that I could go to. But then like this prep school, DME reached out um, like a, like a month after um, our basketball season. And then we took a visit there. Um, I think it was like in April or May, maybe. And uh, at, we actually loved it there. Um, like their coaching staff, they had a former uh, coach from the Lakers who was an assistant. Um, he coached uh, like Kobe, Shaquille O'Neal, those types of guys. And then um, they just had like a great coaching staff who had great backgrounds, um, coaching professionally and through like all different levels. So that kind of intrigued us a lot. And then we eventually just committed there. Like, I mean, it was like in May or something like that. And then, so we went down there in the fall. It's like a typical day. There was probably, it, it was really busy. And we didn't do any school there. Mostly the school that you would do um, was for like high school, high school kids or um, there's a community college where kids could take classes uh, just to get extra college credits if they needed them. And then also like the ACTs and SATs, people would take those types of classes. But my ACT was um, already high enough to get into college. So I didn't really need to do that at all. What was it? What was it? Don't worry about it. It's higher than yours. You don't know. Do you know what mine is? <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm not going to expose myself. What's yours? It's high, it high enough. I got 25. That's oh, pretty good. It What'd wasn't 25. Let's play. Kid was bad. I'm not saying mine. Was it worse than mine? Yeah. It was, it was good enough. I didn't know I was smarter than both of you. Let's get that on the record. <laughs> I would say West ACT was easier than Prairie's. That's, well, yeah. ACT has nothing to do with what high school you go to, so that makes no sense. <laughs> it's a separate company. It has nothing to do with it. You need to kick them off the podcast. No wonder you've got a super low grade because you have no idea how it even works. But anyways, keep going, Chris. All right. So like a typical day was we'd have lifting – at nine, nine to ten, and then we'd have practice from like ten to twelve thirty, one o'clock. Sometimes it was pretty. It was like two and a half, three hours usually. Then we would go to our apartment to have like lunch for like thirty minutes. And then we would come back at two, two fifteen, and do like a skill workout. So it was mostly like shooting or like things you needed to work on. Like we'd separate into groups and stuff, and then. After that, we'd have like a break and then the gym would be open from like six to whenever at night. So then we'd just come in wherever. So we'd, we'd have like three to four workouts a day of all basketball, like five or six days a week when we weren't playing games or traveling. So I mean, it, was, it was pretty busy. But I mean, ultimately, like it's the best thing for us because it helped us a lot just develop into um, players that we are and um, worked on a lot of different things and just um, the weight, the weight thing was probably the biggest thing. Cause I, I think I was, I didn't weigh myself in high school really, but I was 188 when I got to DME and I left there at like 205. So, I mean, I gained a lot more weight and I think it ultimately was the best decision for us. 
and helped us a lot too because we played um, we played a pretty tough schedule. We played a lot of like again, we played a lot against high level players, um, a lot of Division One recruits. So we played against junior colleges. Uh, we played against Division Two. Um, but Florida yeah, junior colleges are different, by the way. Oh my gosh, they're they got like it's so one, different from up here. There's one we played that had like eight Division One guys on it. Yeah, they're you just win. We should have. We choked. We lost, we lost by like four or five. I had 36 that game. We were winning the whole game. How many did Chris have? I don't know. I had 20. <clears throat> I averaged a double-double in prep school, by the way. So More rebounds than Keegan? Yeah. That's good. Was it? Oh. I think I was like 18 and 10, maybe. That's but we, and we, got, we got to the prep school, like the, the national championship tournament for I think we were ranked ninth or tenth in the country going into it. Then we lost to Woodstock. Yeah. They're pretty good. They had I think they had like nine or ten division one guys. Half their team went to UMass, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Half, half, <laughs> really half their team went to UMass. Something sketchy going on, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no. sketchy. Like, so they, I know your guys' recruiting process was like a little different. You want to get talking to talk about that a little bit, like so. You kind of touched on it before you got to DME. So now, once you got to DME, because I feel like a lot of people thought, like, before you guys came here, that you guys like had no other offers or whatever. And it's like, really, what happened was you guys just kind of kept it close to the vest and you didn't like announce it like everybody else does, which is kind of yeah. how you are with all of your life. So, you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, like, so we went down, so like recruiting, so like. Like we went on official to Iowa in what October? I think it was October or something. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty early in the season. So we went down to this tournament um, in Orlando, and there's like a bunch of coaches there. Um, that's when Iowa went to go see us too. But there's a lot of coaches down there. And then like the week after, like my coach was on the phone with. He said it was over 50 co- Division One coaches that were just calling him asking about us and like my phone was blowing up like the whole week just with coaches reaching out uh from all levels um and all over the country um but yeah there's like a lot of acc schools a couple of pac-12 schools um and then a lot of mid-major schools down south um and around the country but yeah like we had a lot of interest um but i ended up being our first offer um but like we never posted like or retweeted like our like who was interested in us or like our offers and whatever and things like that. So, I mean, we weren't ranked either, which probably was why people were like, why are we getting them and stuff like that? Cause they, they only knew us from high school and stuff like that. So. Well, when, okay. I want to go back. I want to ask you something about that too. When you, when you did get that offer from Iowa and when you did end up committing I don't know if you guys saw this, but I saw some negativity um, because people didn't like, I don't think anyone understood or knew. Well, first of all, I've said this before, 80 to 90% of people are just idiots. So it really doesn't matter what they say. But with that being said, there was a little bit of negativity because I think people just like saw you as, you know, sophomores Mm -hmm. and juniors in, in high school. And that they, yeah. they, they obviously have no idea. Um, 
yeah. and you know i'm sure almost i'm sure everyone has rescinded their opinion from from back then but what what was oh, your oh. Kind of, what was your feel i mean yeah unless they're yeah never mind yeah um, what was your what, what was your guys's feeling on that like coming into iowa like what what did you think like i know even like a couple of my high school friends like who had seen me seen us play against you like from when we were younger like texted me and were like yo like are these the same guys from prairie and you know they were confused yeah. so what, what was uh what was your guys take on that i mean i liked it to be honest like it just presents like another challenge for you um and just like you just have to take it with what it's worth um but like i knew how good i was going into it when I, mean, I knew like yeah. my capabilities yeah. stuff like yeah. that like like I got more athletic and I was able to compete at a higher level um, than I would have been uh, coming out of high school. Um, but like, I just feel like people just, they really just put a persona on you. Like, oh, you're a legacy recruit because your dad went there. That's why you got a scholarship or stuff like that. So um, yeah, just really just keep your head down and work. That's all I really did. Just got off social media. Like I only use social media now for like, contracts or like stuff i have to post because of my uh my clothing line and stuff like that so that's really all i use it for now yeah you're yeah, such a good businessman he is a businessman thanks patrick <laughs> but i think a lot of it that people kind of saw or were negative towards us like committing was just because like first it probably came out of the blue to a lot of people and then we we're also like my dad played at iowa and then also, like, we weren't ranked really in the last 10 people saw us where it was in high school. And, like, if you kind of saw us progress in high school, like, a lot can change in a year. And then especially if you work hard. So, I mean, we've had, like, the underdog mentality our whole lives, really. And I think that's helped us a lot transition into college, too. Uh, just be able to put your head down and work. And I think that's um, probably the biggest thing that has happened because of it. It's honestly been best for both of us. So, yeah, I think like also with like if you're like an under career or stuff like that, you come in in the college like without an ego. I think that's kind of what both of us like went into college like without, um, and then that helped us make the transition easier too. Yeah. No, I remember like so we played we played you guys. It was like the last game of the regular season, <laughs> our senior year, and then like obviously season ends and then we played in that Kirkwood all-star game together and you guys yeah. were on my team and I was sitting on the bench now that I got to know both of you I, I didn't know which one I was talking to was but me. now no I was talking to Chris now that like <laughs> I got to know both to of you yeah, like I was Keem talking to Chris what did you say Chris I said I would I said I would talk to Keen or not yeah no Keegan wouldn't say anything <laughs> Keegan people just for the listeners you know Keegan will not speak unless spoken to that's facts. That's Keegan, facts. Like, like, I'll be sitting in the locker room. Like, it, like, it'll just be me, and Keegan will walk in. He will not say anything unless I say, like, what's up, Keegan? And then, like, <laughs> and he still won't say much. But Chris, on the other hand, Chris is definitely the, the chattier one. But, like, I remember sitting with, with – I was sitting in between you two and talking to Chris, like, during this All-Star game. And I was, like – and I was just, like, talking about, like, how much you guys, like, had grown and, like – had just had gotten so much better because you're the skill set was always there for both of you it was just you kind of needed to grow a little bit more like kind of grow into your bodies a little bit and I remember like how much fun I had playing with you guys in that all-star game and I remember playing against you guys like the week before and I was talking to Chris about like what you guys were going to do and he was like talking to me about prep school and I was like oh 
like perfect. I was like, if you guys go to prep school, I said this to Chris, I was like, if you two go to prep school, you'll leave it with 50 offers. I was like, you will leave with 50 offers. I remember that conversation. And then like, and I was like, and you guys will probably end up just going to Iowa. I was like, that's what's going to happen. Cause I was like, you guys are going to put weight on. And I was like, and I was like, I already think you're good enough. I was like, you just have to be seen a little bit more. And I was like, and then, then we're good. And I remember my dad asked me after the game about you too. And I was like, I was like, I know like I might be in the minority here, but I was like, I think they're good enough. I was like, they're yeah. six, nine. They both shoot the piss out of it and can like run and jump and dunk. I was like, these, these kids are good, dude. And then like, and then eventually, you know, it all, it all worked itself out and look where we are now. So I remember, I remember that conversation with now it was Chris. I had no idea which one it was at the time, but I know now it was Chris. Yeah. I remember that conversation. Cause I mean, it was, I mean, it was an all-star game. So I mean, it was just kind of boring, but we won. <laughs> we did. I think we barely won. But, <laughs> no, I remember that. And I remember like um, coach, like it wasn't uh, coach McCaffrey. It was uh, coach Taylor like called us like a couple weeks later or something like that. Just kind of got the ball rolling, which was pretty cool. Just to get recruited by a in-state team like that, which I've just grown up watching my whole life. So, I mean, it was pretty cool. Were we the only in-state team that recruited you? Uh, Drake. Drake. Oh. But, yeah, like, like going – it's like going into our official visit, like I was like trying to like, like – I kind of wanted to like wait the process out and stuff like that, but like – it all like ended up working out because I already knew like half the team from just playing AU or just playing high school basketball. And then obviously I knew all the coaches. So the thing cool. about that was like I really haven't been to like like Iowa City, Iowa City. Like I haven't been like downtown Iowa City, like really maybe I could I could count on my hands how many times. So like it was really like kind of like all new to me. And like I haven't, I haven't been in a like an Iowa football game in forever. I haven't been to, like I've been to Carver, but I haven't been to Carver since my dad was uh, doing Big Ten Network. So I mean, it was it was honestly just like it, it was a different experience for me because a lot of people thought like, oh, you've been there, you've seen everything. Like, no, not really. <laughs> I had I had talked with, I I always like will talk to my dad about you know, recruiting and stuff like that. And I remember I was, um, I don't know what I was. I think I was like a sophomore and I, I usually, you know, host recruits. So we have these guys coming in and they're highly ranked. And so I'm asking my dad and he's like, I like these Murray twins. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, really? Like, I don't know much about them besides like when I played in high school, like you would know more. He's like, no, like, I like these guys. And I'm like, okay, so like, cause I always ask him like, you know, how do you want me to approach this? Like, what's this kid like? Where's he from? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, nah, like I like these kids. Like these, these guys are, these tw- twins are good. He's like, these that's, guys are good. Both of them. Cause like the week before our visit, no, two weeks before our visit, uh, Co- coach McCaffrey and uh, coach Taylor, they both came down together. to like watch one of our practices. And it was like me and Key and Lee just killed everyone. Like it was probably the best practice we've ever had. I mean, we're we just we're just doing whatever we wanted. Someone and would they, call Coach McCaffrey and Coach Taylor the dream team. Someone <laughs> <laughs> would call them the dream team. <laughs> I would too. No, but he would even ask me about you guys like when you were still small. Oh, right. Like, have they grown yet? <laughs> no, like like when you guys were like sophomores, he's like, Yeah, like what about those twins? I'm like, the Murrays? He's like, Yeah, he's like Kenyon's kids. And I'm like, 
I mean, like they're good. I was like, they can both. They're, they're good players. I was like, they're just small. Yeah. He's so like, watch. He always said, bro, like, he would always be like, they never miss any shots. He was like, they never <laughs> miss. They just never miss. <laughs> and then he he would just he just say like, watch. He's like, watch. And then sure enough, like you guys grew and became really good players. So I mean, I guess I guess he 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 knows he knows something. Yeah, that's crazy. He has, he has a good eye for talent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Say what you want about him. He he's been proved. He can recruit. That's okay. that he can do. Yeah, yeah. Because if you look at our team, like we don't have like any crazy high level recruit or anything like that. And, I think uh, I'm our high, highest recruited, highest rated recruit. Probably. Yeah, so that just shows like you don't. Need, I don't count. <laughs> I know. That just shows you don't need like four and five star guys to be like good. Like especially like, even last year, like. If you look at back at that team, like none of the guys are like crazy five star, except Luca. Well, I think Luca's a pretty good recruit, but everyone Luca else. Luca was one hundred okay. on the top one. He was one hundred. Yeah, like, yeah, so like you don't have any like crazy like guys with big egos coming in and thinking like they're gonna be the guy like going in. Everyone's just playing for the playing for each other. So I think that's what's so great about our program. Yeah. When we, when we, um, my sophomore year, we kept beating all these Big Ten teams. And it was like without, we beat Indiana, I think was the team that I saw the stat. We beat them twice without a single player on our team receiving an offer from Indiana. And like, that was like for multiple. So like not a single player on our team got recruited by Indiana or offered. Yeah. And we. And we beat them twice. And that was, like, with multiple teams that we, like, did that. Like, yeah. no our team had, like, you know, nobody would get offered by Illinois or, you know, Minnesota, whatever. You can go down the line. And we would just beat them. And so it was, like, that was, like, that that got made, like, a thing. It's, yeah. like, no one's recruiting these guys, and, and yeah. they still win. Uh, we kind of got into – we kind of got into college anyway. But let's let's talk about your guys, both your your opinions on, you know, coming in – your first season being a COVID season, um, obviously that sucked, but now you kind of get, now you've kind of gotten the feel of what uh, the normal, the normal season is like, what, you know, what it, what it really with fans and the environments that we play in and, uh, and just everything with that. So how have you, how have you, you know, kind of adjusted to everything so far? What have, what have been your thoughts to, to both of your, to both of your college's career so far? Um, Chris, you can, you can start. Um, yeah, I'd say last year, um, it was, it was probably one of the weirdest years I've ever had just because of like all the COVID stuff and having to get tested every single day. And I mean, it was just, I mean, it's like, ultimately that's like what I thought college basketball was in the beginning, just because like, there's like, there's no one there. And I'm not like, okay, cool. So like this year, a lot has been, it's probably the most fun I've ever had playing basketball just because you get to play in front of tens of thousands of people every single game. And, um, whether they're cheering for you or not, it's awesome. Like probably per, playing at Purdue last week was that was probably one of the most fun times I've ever had playing basketball. Honestly, just because like the whole like that whole game and just playing in front of all those people um, cheering against you was really cool. But um, no, I'd, I'd say college basketball is one of the best like one of the best sports ever, just because of all the people that cheer for it and 
um, watch it and um, everyone's going as hard as they can. Like you can't take one second off or you can't, you can't, if you don't show up for a game, you're going to get smoked. Cause like everyone's trying to, everyone wants the same thing ultimately. And um, yeah, I mean, you can go ahead, Keegan. That's, I mean, I mean, holy, you need to work on your rambling, but uh, I can't get the thoughts going. <laughs> Golly. No, <laughs> no, but my first, my first year is obviously good. Um, I was just kind of like a glue guy in some aspects, but uh, just like, I you guess were more like, than a glue guy. You were more than a glue guy. You can say it. You were. Well, you were more than a. You're being modest, but you were more than a glue guy. I was you playing were a, a role. You're starting. <laughs> yeah, we all play. A, we all play a role. Everybody has Luca their played role. A role. Luca played a role too, and he Sorry, was every time. <laughs> you were Luca's apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> what, bro? No, but uh, no. Last year was fun, just because like we had a really veteran team. Um, I, I I didn't really know if like I was gonna play or not. I just went in and just had like an open mind, but um, I guess last year, like, uh, well, it was just a learning experience for me um, with that team, and then this year, kind of a new team with new roles. Uh, we're in, we're still trying, still trying to get everything situated, but I feel like we're going in the right direction. Um, we have really good chemistry this year. Um, it's probably one of the most fun teams I've been around uh, in my life. Just as a team, but no, I think playing college basketball obviously is everyone's goal uh, when they're growing up. Doesn't matter what level you're at. Um, but like, I don't know. It's just fun to experience, to be honest. No, I, I believe it. I kind of, this is kind of a more funny, a funnier note. I want to talk about how Keegan, Keegan is kind of like, He's a leader, but he's not super vocal. That's just kind of not his personality, but he still is. He's getting better at it, but he's really good at correcting Chris. <laughs> like, like something will happen in the game and like Chris will have something to do with it, but like not Chris won't be like completely at fault, but like maybe he'll like have a role in it. And Keegan will just be like, just start screaming at Chris. <laughs> if I have like a little bit of a role in something, he'll just take my head off. I'm like, dude, relax. It's yeah. the, it's five minutes into the game. Oh, chill. <laughs> it is not like that. So against like Alabama State, like it's constructive criticism. Alabama we're beating State. Alabama State by like a hundred, and and Keegan starts screaming at Chris because Chris isn't talking on defense, like, like something like that. And, <laughs> and you see when I had the flu, <laughs> he was freaking screaming. I'm like, dude, I am not all there right now. <laughs> I was, <laughs> but Chris, you missed a free throw. Like, you missed one free throw, like earlier in the year. And <laughs> you're at the line, and Keegan, you, you just you, get it up. And I'm like, <laughs> Bro, alone. I hate when he misses short. Like, no, he, he f bombed me. Yeah, he did. I wasn't going to say it, but he did. Uh, no, like when we played Slippery Rock and Chris fouled out, Chris walks out, and Keegan just goes, like, Keegan's sitting next to me, and Chris walks by. I see Keegan just goes, Hack. That was bad. Like I, I, I feel like eight or nine minutes, maybe, of five fouls. Yeah. I'd probably say like 
three, three and a half of them were fouls. Yeah. Chris was like, Chris was always like, oh, that wasn't a real foul. Like, anytime he gets a bunch of fouls, he's like, oh, yeah, but that one wasn't a real foul. Bro, they called a foul. It's a foul. (laughs) No, no, Iowa State, Iowa State was, I had three fouls, and I don't think any of them were fouls. See, this is what I'm talking about, dude. Like, he thinks he's the most perfect basketball player in the entire world. Besides free throw shooting. Besides free throw shooting. Besides free throw shooter. Free throw shooting on Shaq. <laughs> let's, let's, let's throw out there that I'm pretty sure Keegan had like nine fouls in our scrimmage. I oh, had yeah. five. I had five. You fouled out. Bro, like, I had five. You had three in the first half. How many times have I been in foul trouble this year so far? All right, you, All right, then. You fouled you out in trouble, eight You were in foul trouble against somebody. You fouled out eight minutes in the exhibition. That game didn't count either. It's the same thing. Chris, that is literally – That is low of low, Chris. <laughs> you fouled out in the other exhibition. That is, low as, that is as low as you could get. Five fouls in eight minutes in the exhibition game. <laughs> hey, you had three hey, fouls. Think in. about it. Just think about it. Yeah. Everyone, think about it. Okay. Keegan, Keegan would like the fans to, to think about it. I thought I got this year, Keegan. Uh, I think you I had yet this year. Neither of you have. Exactly. Have you? Not even close. Just in the imaginary games. Imaginary game, bro. Okay. Should we draft now, Connor? Should we draft? You guys ready? I think we yeah, can draft. Ready. Get it. I'm ready to draft. I've been looking forward. This is a good draft. This is a good draft. All right. We have. So after our first draft, where we drafted arenas we wish could be our home arena, I got tweeted at, and somebody said along that same line, what coach would you choose to play for if in a different situation? And so that got us thinking, and we are going to be drafting coaches, fictional or non-fictional, that you would want to play for if – we had a completely different coach here at Iowa. It's for basketball, but you can choose a football coach. You can choose a soccer coach. Whatever coach you want from a movie, doesn't matter. That's that's the draft this week. So we'll go. As I said earlier, Keegan forfeited the first pick because I of not forfeit. Chill. You okay? You lost the rights to the first pick yeah, because you refused to tell Patrick and I what it was when you were given. <laughs> So Chris now gets the first pick, and everyone knows the rules. Chris gets pick one, Keegan two, Patrick three. I get four, and then I get five, and we'll snake it back to Patrick, Keegan, Chris getting two, and and on from there. So, Chris, start us off. What do we got? All right. It's a fictional coach. Leading with a fictional coach, I love it. (laughs) All right. I'm going to have to go with. Chubbs, Peterson, and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> One of the best coaches of all time. That's an incredible pick. Incredible pick. Coach Happy Gilmore to hit 450 great, yards great on the first round. <laughs> Chubbs, Peterson. R.I.P. That is such a good pick. I'm Chubbs Peterson. I'm the pro here. <laughs> great movie. <laughs> Such a good pick. All right, your turn, Keegan. Good luck topping that. All right. Yeah, you- I was so my first pick is 
Will Ferrell. I don't know his name, but in kicking and screaming. Yeah, stole that from me. Uh, <laughs> I did it. You never told me that. That was my first one. His name's <laughs> Phil Weston. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know the name. I just knew it. Was Will Ferrell. Another. Right, that's fair. Okay. Let, me, let me pull up my board here. <laughs> I got, I, I've, I've got a lot good. of options. I have real ones. But I've got a lot of options. For my first one, though, I'm going to go Solomon Bozeman from Arkansas <laughs> Pine Bluff, the guy who made them run at Iowa State during the timeout. <laughs> That's my first thing. It's building character. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't playing hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly, I went about this draft a little different than you guys, as you'll see with my board. But. I like I like your way better. I should have went I should have went with that. But we have real ones, don't worry. I do have real ones. I have real coaches. I went I I'm going with my number one overall pick, Steve Kerr. Oh I gotta take him off my big board now. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. As my second pick, I'm going Herb Brooks. Who's Herb Brooks? Wake up. (laughs) (laughs) You ever seen Miracle? Coach USA against Soviet Union? Hockey? Oh, I haven't seen the movie, but I've heard about it. Lake Placid? You need to watch the movie. Oh, my. Yeah, I do. I do. I have a good one. That's on me. All right. Back to me. See, what I'm going to do is I'm going to stagger it. Between like my 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 funny picks and then my real picks, so I think for my um I got I got a couple options here for my second pick, but I think I'm gonna go with uh, Doc Rivers. Yeah, I've met him a couple of times. He's he's a really cool dude. I really like Doc Rivers. Seems like he'd be really fun to play for. So I'm I'm picking Doc Rivers in my second pick. Good pick. All right, then sticking with the real coaches. Um, I, my second pick is Pat Summit. Good pick. I just feel like legendary coach. Uh, I don't know. Great person. Muffet would have been a better pick, but huh? we'll, we'll leave it at that. Muffin uh, McGraw would have been a better pick. She's on my board, Muffin McGraw. She's on mine too, but I don't know if I'm going to get there. All right, back to you, Chris. You get two. Yeah. I- I, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I hate that pick, Keegan. I, I love that pick. pick. Who do you pick? Pat, Pat Summit? Yeah. Oh, all right. You could have got her in the fifth round. Yeah. Oh, chill. Like, with my second pick, I'm going with a sleeper. <laughs> he is currently unemployed. But he wasn't <laughs> two years ago. I'm going with Ed Orgeron. Yes. <laughs> because, <laughs> wait, who can assemble a team? With Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson. And hit on all the donors' wives, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's right. such a good pick. I was thinking about picking him, Chris. <laughs> That's all a right. great pick. Next great pick, pick. Deion Sanders. another pick. You get two, Chris, because we're Deion Sanders. That, that was, he was on my board, too. That's a good pick. That was a good pick. That's a great pick. Play for the GOAT. He, had, he, had, he brought in Brittany Renner. <laughs> what did he do? He brought in Brittany Renner to talk to the team. No, he didn't. Well, who did knows? You see why? that? No. 
Look it up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. That's insane. And there's like <laughs> there's a guy in the uh, when she was talking, he was taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're like, I've never seen this dude take notes in his life. <laughs> That's back to you, gig. All right, so mine. Uh, I'm gonna go Don Haskins, Texas Western. Have you seen great pick? Phenomenal yeah. pick. Great pick. Great pick. Yeah. Great. Uh, great for my third pick, time. for my third pick, I'm gonna go. Well, I can't decide. Uh. Oh, <laughs> this is a funny one. I'm gonna take Keegan's assistant in kicking and screaming. Mike Ditka, <laughs> not the football Mike Ditka, soccer Mike Ditka. That might be a better pick than Will Ferrell. Almost known as, the, or also known as the juice box guy in that movie. <laughs> the juice box guy. That's an Where'd all time. Bong? Where'd go, Bing Bong? That's I'm not crazy. All... I'm just thirsty. Bro, I might go watch that movie after this. <laughs> Uh, I will watch it at some point tonight. So, Connor, make sure you write on the notes for the draft that I'm not taking football, Mike Ditka. It is soccer, Mike Ditka. Soccer. <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs> All right. That's classic. All right. I'm taking with my third pick, Pat Riley. He was on my board. You, I mean, I'm glad you guys just, like, copied my board. I want to saw your board. That's, that was the Heat's coach, right? He's yeah. coached – I mean, he coached the Knicks, coached the Heat. Like, yeah, he's, he's been around. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know this. He yeah. yeah. He okay. is also known as – this is just according to other podcasts I listen to. They call him Mafia Pat. Guys are scared to look him in the eye sometimes. I don't know. Can't confirm it. But <laughs> he sounds like a beast. And he's a legend. So, I'm taking Pat Riley. And with my fourth pick, going to be switching sports here. But going to – Probably the greatest coach of all time. Can't argue it. Bill Belichick. Good pick. Great, great X's and O's guy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. All right. My next pick. I'm, I'm, I'm back to my real picks. Um, I'm deciding here between two people. Both of which you guys probably won't pick. But um, I'm going to go with – actually, I'm not going to pick those two people. I'm going with Rocky Balboa from the Creed movies. <laughs> Rocky Balboa. Boxing. Great pick. Thank you. Yeah, it uh, it's Keegan. All right. Chris, Chris is going to like this pick. Uh, Probably not. Chip, huh? Chip Kelly when he was at Oregon. <laughs> Why would I like that pick? <laughs> Bro, that was the best offense in NCAA football of all time. Yeah. Wait, I think he's going to go to UCLA. No, he's going to go back to Oregon. Oregon already hired another coach. Chris, remember we played NCAA football with Marcus Mariota and DeAnthony Thomas? Oh, yeah, DeAnthony Thomas. Chris, and we, Chris, we would literally play his offense in NCAA football. Yeah, that's true. That's Third, all no huddle. Yeah, that's a pretty good pick. Not gonna lie. Um, all right, so I have two. Yeah, these are your last two. All right, I'll do. Okay, I'll do one real one. It's not fictional, but it's a, he could be a coach. Um, 
Pete Carroll, the player's coach. It's a good one. Yeah. And then with my last pick, I'm going to go Tiger Woods. The golf coach? Yeah. He's not a coach. The player. He's going to be. He's someone I would want to be coached by. That, see, that's that. I guess we didn't put that limit on there. I was thinking about saying that, but I didn't think anybody was going to pick that. Because, like, I could say, like, like, because I would say, like, I asked Connor, I was like, can I draft Chris Paul, even though he's not a coach yet? He will be. And Connor said no earlier. Chris, that pick is extremely mid. Extremely mid. Okay, you're, okay. would you want to be coached by Tiger Woods or – Someone that's not Tiger Woods. <laughs> Probably <laughs> Tiger Woods. In that I'd pick more of the people that I'd rather be coached by that. To player. improve your golf game. To improve your golf game. Phil Mickelson. He's a lefty and I'm a lefty. That's who you should have picked. That's fair. Now you look stupid. <laughs> all right. Back to you now, Keegan. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. This last one, right? Yes. All right. Uh, the old Cedar Rapids Prairie assistant coach, Kenyon Murray. <laughs> That's a good pick. <laughs> I was thinking about taking him number one. It's a great pick. Good I pick. you were going to give a shout to Coach Rick. Develop the game plan to defeat Iowa City West. But also develop one to lose to us. <laughs> That's just All right. Thing. So I have – I've got a lot of options here on my board still left. Some were taken, some some I could still pick. So I'm, I'm still deciding here. But I think I have to go with the current Duke women's coach, Carol oh, Lawson. Great pick. I, I actually was lucky enough to play for Kara in three-on-three, and she's one of my favorite people in the entire world. So I think I think I have to I have to pick Kara Lawson. She was great with the Celtics last year. Yeah, she was. She's Pretty huge fair. for the Celtics. And she's, Mr. Celtic, Chris Murray, Mr. Celtic. She's going to build Duke women's basketball into, into a powerhouse, and I can't wait to watch it happen. So I, I had to pick Carol Austin Charles. Oh, it's starting. Surprised you didn't pick Brad Stevens, Chris. He doesn't coach as a GM now. No, but like. Didn't stop you from picking Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> I'll that tell was you. the worst pick ever. <laughs> if you need an out of timeout play, Brad Stevens is your guy. And you didn't pick him, so. Nope. Good job, Chris. Didn't All right. You see, Mac. I got the last one. And I'm going with Coach Coach Lou Brown, who is the manager in Major League. <laughs> Classic. Classic movie manager, coach. Some of the all-time best lines. That's more bats. That's a good one. <laughs> More hats for bats. He uh he pisses on Roger Dorn's contract. <laughs> just takes just, just takes it, sets it on the ground, takes a piss on it. Is that Blue your last Hayes has to get catch in the outfield? Nice catch, Hayes. Don't ever do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no more basket catches for him. <laughs> that is that is my last pick. But we do have to shout out. Do we have an honorable mention list, Patrick? I, I have a lot of honorable mentions. Let's hear some of them. Go ahead. Well, so I want to start with my guy, LeVar Woods. Yeah. <laughs> goated. He's goaded. <laughs> LeVar Woods. Another guy that I almost picked was uh, Sean McVay. I was going to pick him, too. He seems like just a beast. 
Yeah. And then uh, lastly, well, actually, I'll save her for you, Connor, so you give her a shout-out. But uh, I'll go with um, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Seems like a great guy to play for. Yeah, knows nothing about soccer, yeah. but build a powerhouse, Ted Lasso. Keegan, Chris, any honorable mentions you want to throw out there? I didn't have any. That's all the coaches I had. The only ones I had was um, Ime Udoka, Boston Celtics coach. Sean Payton <laughs> and Nick Saban. Yeah. Nick Saban. Oh, also, yep. I want to give a shout out to Coach K. Yep. I almost picked him too, but I had to go Kara instead. Yeah. I had Nick Saban on my board too. I had Muffet, who I wanted. I was gonna pick Muffet, but I, I didn't have as many fictional picks. So I went, <laughs> I went, uh, I went with Coach Lou Brown at the end. Then I also I had Muffet. I had Coach Pop, Ty Lou. Monty Williams, Phil Jackson. I had Coach Cooley on there, Patrick, Coach Cooley. That's also one that I was thinking about. Shout out Coach Cooley at Providence. Unbelievable Phil, the, Jackson, yeah. or Phil Jackson went unpicked. Arguably yeah, the greatest nobody, coach ever. I'm not into the triangle, man. I'm not. I don't know. Actually, it probably would. I mean, it, it works. So <laughs> maybe that would be. Uh, and then I had Charlie Manuel just as a shout out to the Phillies. But I went with Lou Brown. On the baseball side instead. That's valid. I'm gonna be honest. This is a good. This is this is a really well done draft. I don't know who's gonna win this. Like I don't know who people are gonna say won this draft. It's a good one from everyone. I think Chubbs is gonna sway the people. Chubbs was such a good pick. (laughs) Chubbs is a great pick. I think Pat Summit at two takes Keegan out of contention. How? You could got an honorable mention. Pat Summit is a legend. He's such yeah. a legendary coach. He is. He is, but you could have gotten her at five. Nobody was going to pick her. Tara Lawson at five for me wins the draft. Let's value the fifth <laughs> that's, round. That's a, yeah. I think Tiger Woods takes Chris out of it. I mean, that's awful. That is actually awful. It's like, like Chubbs and Tiger like cancel each other out. What's fictional? One's real. He did pick Coach O, though. That's it. That's, that's my favorite huge, line of the draft. My favorite line of the draft when Chris before he picked Coach O, he goes, "He's currently unemployed." <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be I back. I have my second pick. I loves gumbo. <laughs> he will be back soon. That's the promise. All right, All right fellas, Keegan and Chris, thank you guys for uh, coming on. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Us. I think the people are going to learn a lot. Yeah, uh, I had a good time. Connor, you got anything you want to close with? Really appreciate you, fellas. Thanks for coming on. This was fun. Great draft. Some good arguments. Um, you know, I think it couldn't have gone better for our part two of our our brother series. Part two of I think we're we'll have a couple more, a couple more series of brothers on here. Um, but this was this was great. So thank you. Uh, we want to shout out again. Ameshomes.com. Ames Homes provides comfort, beauty, and value in Eastern Iowa. Shout out to Ames Homes. Yep, Ames Homes. Ames Thanks, Holmes. guys. Appreciate it.